0: baptized of him so even jesus himself came to be baptized in water that's what he came to do he said but john forbade him saying i have no need to baptize thee and comest thou to me He said, you go come to me to baptize you and jesus answered and said unto him suffer it to be so now. I'll suffer it to be so now for thus it becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. Jesus knew that there was a reason to do so. And Jesus was the word himself, manifested in flesh.
1: Well, because it had to be fulfilled. I mean, Jesus came to fulfill, everything had to be fulfilled in the Old Testament speaking of Jesus Christ. And that was one of the things that needed to be fulfilled.
0: And so, I'm assuming your conclusion that was after, Jesus was now, I, let me put it like this. Would that be saying Jesus was the very last person to go down in war? Uh, because this is the first time the Holy Spirit, uh, you see uh, descending and came down and gives a descriptive, descended like a dove, uh, uh, and lighting upon him mm-hmm. a voice came from heaven saying beloved this is my son in whom i am well pleased right because what you're saying this would be the last water baptism
1: well what i'm saying is that all of the other baptisms that we pointed out um didn't mention water. It just mentioned. It just said baptized, and so, uh, and so I'm saying that when he said that after after I do this, there's a man that's going to come who's not who's going to baptize you by the fire, which I think kind of replaces the water part.
0: Okay, I mean that makes sense so jesus stuck around for a while after he was baptized which means now that jesus is walking and and doing his ministry Mm -hmm. he's no longer baptizing in water but by the holy spirit but the holy spirit didn't come into the day of pentecost to those that was there so the question would be how would jesus be baptizing in the holy ghost and with fire per se we ain't gonna get to the fire parts yet but in the holy ghost or holy spirit why he's still here on earth doing his ministry and we would need scriptural sound so you're,
1: saying, you're saying when he left it went back to water baptism
0: no it was i know i'm saying that they were baptizing while he was there in water
1: They were still being back people being baptized in water when he was there
0: in water i'd have to go find some more uh, scriptures but there are some more scriptures where it talks about how some more uh went down in water that same day um and i never did pull that scripture up but i have read it uh, where it gave a number amount of how many people went down in water um i ought to just I ought to go ahead and find that real quick mm. michael you making me work man <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, you're making me work
0: uh, You're making me work Verse 22 and 23 So this is what we got Michael He says after these things came Jesus and his disciples into the land of Judea And there he tarried with them Now we know tarried means you go hang out for a while Yes And it says and baptized 23 And John also was baptizing in Anan near Solomon Because there was much water there See what he say? There was much water there. Yeah, there's there. Bam. And we're baptized. So even after Jesus' baptism, now John is out there baptizing in the name of Jesus Christ, or at mm-hmm. least baptizing for the remissions of sins. Now I don't have the answer for sure if they were baptizing in the name of Jesus Christ until after the death, burial, and resurrection, or were they still baptizing? In, uh, for the remissions of sins at this time. And they were pro- mm-hmm. and more than likely, they were probably here still baptizing for the remission of sins. The name of Jesus Christ probably didn't come along until after the death on the cross. Mm-hmm. Because you, um, I haven't seen anything where they were doing it because they would have probably thought uh, Jesus was crazy. Got everybody running around getting baptized under his name and he was still walking. But this... Verse right here now gives you the word water alongside baptism while Jesus was there. Mm -hmm. It does. It does. I'm not still. I'm still not saying that the water is what locks in the salvation. Mm -hmm. Well, the Holy Spirit, because we all, you know, we read uh, in the book of Acts where the Holy Spirit came on the Gentiles before they were baptized. And then Peter did state shortly after that I command them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. So my, all I've really been stating is, is that there is a degree of importance for a man and woman today. Mm -hmm. If they're in the knowledge of being baptized and have a heart to want to, truly worship God in spirit and in truth, the outward showing of going in and getting baptized in water, being fully immersed in the name of Jesus Christ or in the name of Lord Jesus is relevant. I think it, uh, it shows other people. It also puts that person at a state of boosting uh, their morale and really wanting to truly serve. And plus you've committed yourself by an outwardly showing. Like what yes. you were telling me earlier, there's a lot of people that go down in water and they come back up and ain't changed at all. Right. They go cuss you out just as quick as they went under the water. They go cuss you out by the time they get their clothes dried off and out there in the parking lot. Right. And you're right. But we seen in that earlier uh, scripture in Matthew, um, I haven't even got to the part where he says he uh, laid the ax to the root. Um, right. they, yeah, Matthew 3.10 where right before it talked about, uh, when John was saying, I baptize with water, but he that cometh is mightier than I. He's gonna mm-hmm. baptize with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Right before that, it talks about, uh, and now also the ax is laid unto the root of the tree. Therefore, every tree which bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down. So mm-hmm. people can go get baptized and put on a show all they want. right? If they don't, if they don't bring forth good fruit, that we see that's spoken of in the book of Galatians, they don't get uh cut off at the root. Now, to compare that into Old Testament, if you look at uh the book of Malachi, chapter four, verse one, he makes that same uh, statement as well. I can pull that up real quick. I think Malachi is the last book of the Old Testament. And four and one, He says, For beheld, the day cometh that shall burn as an oven, and all the proud, yeah, and all that do wickedly shall be stubble. And the day that cometh shall burn them up, saith the Lord of hosts. Mm -hmm. It shall leave them neither root nor branch. Mm -hmm. That's just a reflection back on on what Malachi is saying. So we've got plenty of people today that they get baptized but not out of sincerity some of them do it just because they think kind of like when they they hear somebody talking they think oh that's what i'm supposed to do we've Mm -hmm. got family members and stuff they'll be in the church and uh they'll uh they just think that's what they're supposed to do that's um fitting in you know some people they finally they get emotional one sunday service and they go up for altar call and then they tell the pastor i want to be baptized and but nothing has really changed. They just go through the motion. But now, all of a sudden, they running around drinking uh, uh, Hennessy and, and, and listening to all they cussing and fussing at everybody and their attitude ain't never... Nothing changed about them.
1: What's wrong with Hennessy?
0: <laughs> I'm just making the statement.
1: Okay, okay. Look, drink.
0: Oh, that don't make it. <laughs> You want that to be? We can go into that topic here shortly. <laughs> I know. I, know. I, I
1: can go into it too. <laughs> I ain't scared of that now, I, cause I, I I have me a little sip every now and then. I don't think it's nothing wrong with it.
0: Well, scriptures say for your stomach's sake,
1: for your right.
0: for your uh, infirmity. So if your stomach be hurting that much, you got to take a sip. It, says it has no, a lip. No,
1: no, it's it's more scriptures than just that. Well,
0: <laughs> I. Yeah, I love I love to see them. <laughs> but anyway, I, I got them. I got them. Hey, hey, look, we we always got time to go and look at that stuff as well. We, you we know, can
1: we stay, we can stay on the water baptism, of course. I mean, you know, I, I I will concede the fact of what you're saying uh, about water baptism being an outward uh, showing.
0: Uh, yes, and that's and that's what I'm saying. It's the outward showing.
1: But I still say, because you said it, you, you, you kind of nitpicked my scripture about the cleansing. Uh, <laughs> <Watch>. <laughs> Ephesians uh, 5 and 26, uh, because, of, because the, the whole idea of baptism is to wash away your sins, to wash away the dirt and come up clean. Am I right or wrong?
0: So yeah, that's why I was saying the outward appearance that gives that lets the, the people know. That's the outward yeah. showing.
1: But so the Holy I, Spirit is, so the all word. is that, that when Jesus came, that 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 fire is is the word. And according to like I said in Ephesians 5 and 26, that he he says that he may sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word. Again, it's describing that water as the word. Uh, again, John, John baptizing and, and and baptizing the people was a, uh, a, a outward appearance, like you said, that wasn't. Uh, uh, it was symbolism of uh, Christ being coming and being baptizing the people by fire but you did when you came with the scripture and John about the water and then Jesus being uh, there also—that's um, a good scripture. So I'll I, I concede that, Jody. That when uh, people get filled with the Holy Ghost, uh, especially in these churches, I kind of laugh because then you you could see or ask them two questions and say well quote you know what does the scripture say about this that and other and they can't even tell you quote a scripture right well, how could you truly be baptized with the Holy Ghost because the Holy the spirit he said I come in spirit and in truth the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit is the truth the, the word of God and once yeah. you get lost in that that's why we that's why we got to study show ourselves approved because that's the pouring of the Holy Ghost over us. People at the uh uh that was at the uh uh the upper room when they got filled with the Holy Ghost, uh, that was that was quite the experience because it was poured, they started speaking in other tongues. Mm-hmm. that's so heavy and poured into them that you know that word was just embodied in them. Because mm-hmm. I don't know if any of us have ever experienced that to where you can come out. And you all of a sudden are filled with the Holy Ghost as far as this word. You know, uh, I think that you know the, when you get when you say that you have the Holy Ghost, uh, that means now you 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 turning into repentance. You you coming out of that old man into a new man, and and so now you you getting to ner- learn the word of God. And be able to speak according to the oracles of God.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. any man speak, let him speak unto the unto the oracles of God. So anything, anytime we talk or have subject or, or, or come across somebody with uh and we have the indwelling the Holy Ghost, we should be able to come out this word and explain everything about anything to anybody. So well, that, that comes with learning too. I mean, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. The the Holy the Holy Spirit, the Holy
0: Ghost brings the Word back to remembrance. You know what I'm saying? But Christ is the Word. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And the Holy Spirit will bring those things back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. As far as uh the scripture goes, so I mean no nobody's gonna I would say any of us anyway <laughs> will be able to go in there and um and know everything in the word because Christ is the word but the more you get into it, the more he will reveal to you and the more you bring all that stuff to your remembrance and to your knowledge. Yeah, my dad told me when I was younger, man, uh, and it always stuck with me. He said, son, you can't give somebody something you don't have. Right. And later in my years, when I began to study the word of God, God's voice echoed the same type of thing to me. He said, you can't give somebody a word that you don't get possessed." And the scripture came to me, the one where he said, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will. The asking part was never really my uh, thing. It was what he said. If you abide in me, and to abide is to live in, to dwell in, to right. keep a foothold in, to stay. And he said, if you abide in me and my words abide in you. So he was telling me, you got to get this word in you. You got to take time mm-hmm. to see my presence and study my word. And in doing so, I now have a counselor in me, which is the Holy Spirit, that now when I'm doing certain certain situations or even when I'm sitting here and talking to you guys or anybody, the Holy Spirit will go back, like what Derek was saying, uh, really both of you guys, that now the Holy Spirit will bring back word to my remembrance that'll fit that circumstance, or it may be a word that that person needs to hear. That's right. Now that takes me out of leaning on my own understanding but leaning on the true word of God, and now when I'm in certain situations, the Holy Spirit can say, Now you've been taking your time in my word over here, over there, and now that you've been doing it, I can now bring that thing back to your remembrance, mm-hmm. and I uh-huh. can utilize that word and speak through you and get it out to the people that I need to get it out. <laughs>